0: To River City Media is off the record with Randall. As you can see, our standard guest, Howie Chaney, is over here. And below us, we have a special guest tonight. Everyone knows my love of the Sylvania program, even though when I did post the ad, I put Sylvania County High School on it. But we'll get we'll look past me for that for right now.
1: That's right. But
0: we've been privileged to have a lot of the Sylvania folks on, and we're privileged tonight to have somebody. Howie. Tell everybody who our special guest is and why he's more important than you are right now.
2: Well, uh, we have a uh, former Sylvania alumni, current Sylvania Lady Rounds basketball coach, Kyle Finch, with us tonight. Uh, he's more important than I am because he's got the green and gold on. I've got my supporting the Braves that'll be coming on shortly. So, uh, anyway, Coach Finch, we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we know that the uh, state of Alabama allows you to start practicing basketball this week. Uh, so I know it's been a whirlwind of activity for you. Uh, so tell us how, it's, how it started off so far.
1: Uh, we had a good first week. Uh, I thought we were very energetic. Um, you know, Monday and Tuesday, the first couple of days of practice are typically energetic. Everybody's ready. So I was anxious to see how, how the team responded day three and four. Um, and I felt like when I left the gym just a little bit ago, we accomplished what we had set out to accomplish for this first week. Um, and our energy level was still high. So I thought, you know, all in all, it, it was a good first week to get back in that routine and um, and start getting ready for the, for the season.
2: We talked a couple of weeks ago at the uh, Sylvania-Geraldine game and you said something that Randall probably don't realize and don't know about. And I've we've never heard a Sylvania coach say this, but you said <laughs> you can't have your full complement of girls yet because they're busy in cross country.
1: Yes. Um, you know, volleyball um, just finished up, you know, last week. Uh, I've still got two, three, four girls that are um, – participating in cross country, their sectional race is next Thursday. So we've, this is our first year in cross country, but like I told you, I, I you know, in my time, we've never had track or cross country at Selenia. Um And this year, they've, this was their first year. And so I'm still, still missing a couple.
2: Well, you got to feel good about them participating in something other than the sitting around, not doing nothing. I know that the the uh, cardio is going to be a little bit different, but at least they're being active instead of just sitting around and playing on their phones all the time.
1: Yeah, that's uh, you know, that's as as a coach, I, I think we battle that a lot because there is so much they can do just by sitting still. So so being active as opposed to not being active is is a big benefit once they come over, um, fully to basketball.
2: You know, we're going to be jumping all over the place. We're going to be talking about basketball at first. We'll probably end up talking about a little bit of football. Uh, I see Randall's got his Braves hat on. We may end up talking a little bit of baseball. Uh, we're not your typical, fly, you know, we got a script and we stay to it. So uh, just be ready. You are you don't know what you're going to be hearing or what type of questions going to be thrown out at you. So, uh, um, you know, my, my next question is, you're coming off of the people that don't realize you're coming off of a runner-up state championship team from last year. Uh, talk about some of the players that you lost and some of the ones that will be coming back that you're looking forward to seeing play this year.
1: Um, well, we had four seniors, um, Caitlin Sammons, Kelby Chadwick, uh, Kylie Marie, and then uh, Kennedy Lee, all of um who were contributors and good players for us. Uh, Kennedy was an all-state player. Uh, she's moved on to play at the collegiate level, Barry um, college. Um, so, you know, we lost a, a big bit. You know, uh, Caitlin didn't necessarily score a whole lot, but she altered a lot of shots. Uh, she was long and lanky, and she was a big help, um, defensively especially. You know, when someone would come in the lane, she could alter their shot. Um, got a good core coming back. We started three sophomores last year uh, and Leanna Curry, Embriel Stapiak and a farmer. Um, all three of those were, were starters for us. Um, but I'm excited. You know, I kind of expect have those high expectations of them because I've seen what they can do. They've been there. You know, Leanna has been on the varsity since seventh grade. Um, you know, Embriel has been in and off the varsity since seventh grade. Uh, Anna came on the scene last year. And so everybody kind of knows about those three. But, you know, what people may not realize is we also have, you know, Harley Turner, uh, Kirby Wisner. Those two come off the bench in the semifinals of the state tournament last year. Um, you know, Leanna and Embryelle got some foul trouble, and we, we had to go into our bench a lot quicker than I would like to. But when those two come on the floor, um, you know, we, we pushed our lead to a 10-point lead at the half. So so I'm excited about them. Um, You know, our our lone senior this year, Emily McBride, uh, she's had a great week of practice. Um, uh, Lily, Lily Frost, she's had a good week of practice. Abby Santiago, she's one of our girls that play um, volleyball. She's she's had a good week of practice, just getting her back in that routine. So I I feel good about our roster um, and, and what we got coming back
0: coach uh it always amazes me and it seems like you know today it's become more and more specialized if you go to some of these mega schools kids aren't allowed to play but one sport and i think it's crazy but your girls coming off of volleyball is one of the challenges early to get up a lot of shots to get that shooting rhythm back or is it just to let them get out and feel those muscles that they you only use for basketball
1: I think it's a balance. Um, You know, the shooting aspect of it, obviously you want to get that shot so when we catch it we know what's going on. Um, But you also have the conditioning aspect of it that you really got to, you know, hit hard and heavy, especially early because you want them to have their legs once the game gets there. So I think it's a a balancing act, you know, what's best. Because, you know, obviously you're not going to know what's best until, you know, hindsight. So I think it's more of a balancing act than anything.
0: Do you think um, – I'm a big believer in multiple sport athletes. It seems like it just it, it just makes them better when it comes to each individual sport. Do you find that your players that play multiple sports kind of stay in better shape year-round than maybe the girls that just focuses on one sport? Or is it is that, again – if, or, and according to the kid?
1: Yeah, I think it's more each individual kid. Um, you know, I've I've never told a kid, play this, don't play this. I've had a couple of girls come to me and say, Coach, I don't know about playing softball. And I just look them straight in the eye and say, Listen, I'm not going to tell you to not play softball. I'm not going to tell you to not play volleyball. You know, if that's what they want to do, then, hey, let's go be good at it. Um, you know, Soccer, Um, you know, our our girls' soccer program's um, pretty good here. Uh, We've had it, I think, four years, and three of those four years, we've been, you know, uh, two or three rounds in the playoffs. Um, You know, I'm I'm just not going to tell a kid, and I know there are coaches who tell kids, don't play anything but basketball. But my kids will never hear that from me. I think it. I think it just depends on each individual kid,
0: coach. And then Howie, after this, when I'll shoot it back over to you, coach. I made the incorrect assumption when I was talking to Howie. I I knew about your state final running last year, and I would go, "Well, he's going to be young this year." And Howie goes, "He is young, but he's experienced." How much does that run last year give these kids confidence headed into the? 21-22 season? Um, you
1: know, I, I think confidence is is not lacking now. You know, last year in the run itself, you know, we we beat Pizga twice, who's a state champion. Um and and we were we had some adversity. You know, we went to Collinsville in the sub-regional game. I think at the time they were ranked four or five in the state, uh, played well there. Um, got a big win, you know, and it was back-to-back back nights. had Collins won on Wednesday night. If you remember, you may not remember, but Howie probably does play on Wednesday night due to weather. Well, Thursday night, we played the Sweet 16 game, you know, and and so it was back-to-back. Oh, has got one of the better post players I've ever played against, uh, with the exception of maybe the uh, proper Christian. But um, but so I don't I think confidence is where it's going to be um, our downfall at some point this year. I, I don't necessarily know what it will be. Um, there'll be some adversity wherever, you know, once we get going. But uh, I, I think the confidence is there. They went through tough, tough spurts last year. And, um, you know, I think they're tried. And I think that should be an advantage for us. Sounds Let's, good. How are
0: you, uh, I'm gonna step away for just a second, monitor the internet feed because we are in some weather. Uh, How you follow up if I if I drop off for a minute, guys? I'm just I'm, I'll be right back. So we're howie, take, we're not take worried about you. Go ahead,
2: right. buddy. We're not worried All about right. you. Go ahead. Let's talk about last year's team for a second. You had a great run, went to the finals. Um, what do you, what do you contribute last year's success or what point of the season? Did you think, okay, we're clicking now. We've got a chance to be better than what you anticipated. Um, Coming out of the county tournament, you know, we got beaten in the semifinals by
1: Collinsville, and we felt like um, we had chances to win that one. Um, We let it slip away. Um, You know, Plainview, we played, we kind of up and down a little bit after that. Plainview did beat us 20. the last, the regular season game with them, um, you know, Pez. kind of beat us. I think it was about twenty. Um, and as we're preparing for five, um, Coach Talley was was giving me a hard time. We were talking about five, what we could do, what we could not do, that type of thing. I guess going back to your question, after that first game of the area tournament with five. Um, I think we were up about 30 in the first quarter before I realized it. Uh, I told Coach Talley after the game, I said, Coach, I feel bad. I wasn't trying to run the score up. I said, it just happened quickly. So after that, I felt like, hey, this team's got a chance to be special.
2: Yeah, you, uh, you're talking about Coach Talley. That's one of your assistants. Uh, let's hear about some of the assistants that you got this year. Uh, you know, Who's coming back? Do you have anybody new or any, anything like that?
1: Um, well, of course, uh, Coach Gary Talley, uh, he'll, be, he'll be back with me. Um, Derek Talley, he'll be back with us. Uh, the only new addition we got is um, Coach Hannah Vann. Uh, she came over to us from Woodville, of course, the, uh, the wife of Coach Tyler Vann, our football coach. Um, excited about what she brings. Um, excited that, um, you know, she's going to coach our JV. And with her experience, more so, you know, playing experience. She has some coaching experience as well, but also I'm excited about her bringing that to to the table with just her knowledge and experience.
2: Yeah. She had a great junior high coach back in the day at North Southern mountain. You'll have to ask her about that one day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure but- she'll,
1: sure. we'll talk about it tomorrow. I'm sure. i I'm sure
2: <laughs>
0: You hold on, you hold on to your fame while you can. It's pleasing. So you hold on. By the way, Howie, John Seals said more eagle to you.
2: Yeah. Okay, John. Appreciate so, it, buddy.
0: So uh coach, uh I, I was able to hear what you were saying. I, I want to kind of go in a different direction though. <laughs> you you as a coach, you're almost a professional. You've coached how many different sports?
1: uh football and basketball and i was the golf coach for one year when i was at Geraldine. but i try not to tell many people that and you've coached (laughs) at the junior
0: high level and the high school level both right yes what has coaching at all those levels gave you the ability that you don't think most coaches would have did you learn how to teach better as a junior high coach did being a football coach teach you strength and conditioning what, what, what do you have in your bag that most coaches wouldn't, it's only coach one sport?
1: Um, I think it's a combination. Uh, a touch on the uh, strength conditioning side of it. Um, I, I, I did. That is kind of the background I, I brought to it. But then as I've researched it more, there is, a, you know, a, a big difference. You know, on the football side, we want our linemen squatting as much as possible. Because we got to be able to move him and get him out of the, you know, get him out of the hole or whatever. Whereas, it's more um, finesse, being able to move laterally um, with with the whole basketball thing. Um, I think the biggest thing that I've brought from coaching on all levels is really the importance. Um, You know, when you get kids who are lacking things in junior high, um, then it's still going to be lacking once you get to the varsity level. Uh, Once they get behind, you know, let's say they're not in the weight room seventh, eighth grade year, by the time they're in ninth grade, as opposed to someone who has been in the weight room, who has been shooting, who has been doing that skill work, you know, we're fighting a battle that's tough to win. Simply because, you know, that other kid that you're comparing them to is not getting behind, so you know it's it's hard to close that gap. So I think then the importance of each level. You know, I know I've heard some people say, "Ah, oh, it's just junior Ah, oh, it's just JB," but in reality, at some point in time, those kids are going to be with you on the varsity, and so it it's just as important for those kids to practice, to get the weights, to get the shots up, as it is, you know, my starters on my varsity team. Um, so, go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, I was uh, just going to okay. say that, um, you know, the correlation is, you know, when you're talking about football, um, building that mental toughness. You know, it's, it's not easy, you know, I ask, I asked my point guard, you know, Leanna Curry, if I looked at her minutes, um, 30 to 32 minutes a game, with the exception of the T.R. Miller game, which she reminds me often about, um, which is that semifinal game when she got in foul trouble, you know, not only does she take care of the ball, get us in our sets, defensively she's on the front of our press. She's guarding their best girl. You know, she guarded Ella Canale – in a state championship game, 3A player of the year, uh, had 30 points against Susan Moore, and uh, Ella Connell had single digits. So building that mental toughness, you know, not just in practice, but in the weight room, in the summer, you know, I I think that's a direct correlation to things that I got from coaching football also.
0: That's interesting. Interesting. Uh, I'd like to just follow up just a little bit about I want to go back one step I should have asked this earlier when you played how many times did you play Pisgah last year? Three So when you've played a basketball team like Pisgah three times in a year, how do you show them something you hadn't already showed them?
1: <laughs> well, it's tough um, you know you prepare you prepare for them and what they do. Um, And and in my mind, I think, uh, what's he going to do to counteract this? What's he going to do differently um, to what we're doing? And to be honest with you, uh, especially with non-area opponents, we may tweak here and there, but we're not going to tweak just a ton. You know, for example, against Plainview, we went zone in the regional finals. We played more zone in that regional final game probably than we had in the past two years combined. More times than not, I wouldn't do that with a non-area opponent. So we'll tweet just small things um, and, try and try to get better at what we do and, and have that success at what we do um, instead of just, you know, 360 turnaround, hey, You know we're completely changing everything we do so we try to keep it very very similar
0: it's i think it's one of the challenges i've been lucky to be around high school sports for 30 years and a lot of people have told me knowing when to coach when to not change and when to do what the kids do naturally is one of the toughest things a coach does and that's almost what you described there is when you're going to step in and change that pattern. So when you, uh, when you did go zone, did the kids feel a change? Did they know it? Or did you tell them at, of the time, Hey, I'm going to play zone or did you just let the game blow through?
2: Um,
1: you know, that was kind of our game plan. It was, you know, playing view, we played playing view, talking about playing Fisco three times and <laughs> played playing view five times. Oh, good um, Lord. Yeah. Um, So we played Plainview five times. They beat me both regular season games and in the area finals. Yeah, in the area finals. Uh, We beat them in the Sun Mountain Tournament finals and then obviously in the regional finals. Um, So going into that game, you know, Coach Talley and I had been in conversation about what about this? What about this? You know, what about that? And when we come in, I think it was a Sunday Sunday afternoon or whatever. I said, coach, what about this? And I started drawing up what we're going to do. He said, coach. And he just started laughing. I said, what is it? He said, that's exactly what I was thinking. And we had played some zone against Ohatchee in the Sweet 16. So, you know, I didn't really necessarily say to the kids, hey, here's what we're doing. But we did rep it and we did, you know, try to come up with what we thought – Coach Griggs would do to negate what we were doing, so um, you know the kids knew, and you know I, I think they they bought in and said, you know, hey, we're going to do this. We can do this to be successful.
0: Awesome. Allie, I got one more follow up, then we'll shoot back over to you, Coach. Coach feels like he's in the firing line. Two fat guys asking him questions. That's all <laughs> good, man. How we went to eat. Same thing happened at the restaurant. Uh, <laughs> Coach, uh, I think that's a, a great point. Um, the follow-up I did have for you was when – and, and I, I did several years ago. I was in the DeKalb area, and, and I was able to do a lot of high school basketball in the area. How much of a – and I knew Coach Tally back then. How much does um, having somebody to run X's and O's off like that help you mature as a coach and help your coaching style?
1: Well, it's, nobody will ever understand it, and I don't think Coach Talley will ever understand. I think as humans, we always like a uh, kind of security blanket, and that's what he is for me. You know, there would be all kinds of times i say, Coach, what about this? Coach, what about this? Um, and, and, you know, we didn't always agree. I mean, he'll tell you this. Uh, we didn't always agree about a lot of things that we did but it wasn't anything ugly to each other. But I think what he sees versus what I see is totally different. I mean, he, he's he been in the business for a long time. And when he's sitting on my bench, he sees things that I may not, or he thinks of things that I may not, not yeah. that are outside of our realm. But, but, you know, once it's all said and done and we talk about it, I say, That's a good point. You know, I hadn't thought about that. So I think he is elevated, and he probably doesn't understand this, but he's elevated where I'm at as a coach from now to the first time he stepped in with us.
0: That's awesome. Um, Oh, yeah. I said I didn't have another follow up, but I do. So hold on just a second. You said about game day that, that just on game day, do you give, do you, you, I think being a head coach in basketball is one of, I mean, it's tough. You have to be in act. You are involved in the game, head coach of basketball. I mean, you're right there. It's not like you're on a sideline 50 yards away. And you're it's, it's an interactive coaching position is coach tally Are you, do you hand off certain duties to coach tally Like your rotation or just keeping chart of minutes is that something you do, or do you keep that still to yourself?
1: Um, it it just depends. Um, he knows that he's got the green light if he sees, you know, girl A. Hey, she needs a breather. Let's get her out. Or it's a late quarter situation. He he does sub, um, but you know, it's it's not out of out of the realm of things that we do, um, and. He doesn't necessarily chart for us, but but Derek, his son, that helps us. He does some charting stuff for us, just to see what we can recognize and and um, tendencies and, and things like that. Um, he's more, like I said, he, he he knows he has the green light to sub should he feel the need to. Um, but but he doesn't abuse it and say, "Well, coach," wow. he, you know. He he does everything within reason. And even even subbing stuff, I'll say, Coach, what do you think about this? And he'll say, Yeah, I think you're right. I say, All right, let's go ahead and go ahead and get her in. And and he takes care of that aspect of it for me. That takes some off of me, in game stuff, because like you said, it's it's fast, and sometimes you forget. Oh snap, I haven't subbed.
0: <laughs> That's a I'm, I'm a high school, especially you are blessed to have a good staff. I, I'm. I'm at a three a school in Tennessee now doing sports. And I go to schools that are four and five a schools and they have one basketball coach. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how is he keeping all this in his head? When I really think it, unless you have a good staff at this level, it hurts you. So right. uh, you're blessed.
1: You're right. I agree with you.
0: How he take off on my, my rant is over for a little while.
2: I got a question for you, Kyle. Um- what got you into? now? what got you into coaching basketball? Let's, let's change the subject a little bit. It's still basketball, but get into a little personal um, stuff as far as what got you into it.
1: Well, I always tell Coach Rowell that it's at skyline; it's his fault. Um, so I was at Geraldine helping coach on coach football. Um, coach Rowell and I got to talking, got to be good friends, um, and ultimately I coached my first coaching was junior high girls basketball wise. Um, we had a little success. Um, my first year, like I said, I had a little success. Second year, uh, we won the county. At the junior high level, it, it's not that big of a deal, but it's still that taste of success. Um, and not necessarily success on my part, but seeing kids, seeing girls' faces light up when they um, do something that they didn't really ever think they would do. Um, and that, kind of lit a fire under me, and it just kind of took off from there. I, I've been very fortunate to have um, good coaches, good uh, good people around me, uh, good parents, good players, and that's that's just kind of how I got into it. I, I know why you ask that, because you know, hey, I'm a football guy. Um, and ultimately, you know, I still love football. Uh, um, you know, I still support Coach Van and the football team, but, but my love, love for basketball came on, I guess you would say, late um just you know being interested in it having that success and now it's just that success keeps driving you to be able to to try to reach that
2: Well, i remember your senior year you did uh you wanted to play basketball but you had a broke foot after football season and it lingered on during the whole basketball season i knew you was interested in basketball but i i knew you're I don't want to say your true love, but one of your main loves was for football. And I was just curious about how you got into the uh, basketball side of it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy how that turned. Like you said, I I, I broke my foot. And so uh, I sat on the bench with Coach Thrash, and and it just kind of, you know, went on from there. And, um, you know, as you get into coaching, you think, man, I want to play for a state championship. If I could just play for one, I'd be satisfied. Um, I never dreamed year three of being a varsity coach that, that I would I would be playing for a state championship and have a chance to to win that. So, like I said, I, I've been blessed.
2: You know, something that Randall don't realize here, and he's going to get excited when I say this, uh, when Coach was at UAB, he was an equipment manager, and he was on the sideline with Coach Phil Fulmer at Tennessee when UAB went up there. Nice. Nice.
1: You're yeah. I was I was the ball boy on on Tennessee's sideline, so I was me and Phil were I wouldn't say friends, but we were acquaintances during that day. Had to Glenn, by the way.
0: Yeah, they did. Uh, Daryl, uh,
1: <laughs> Daryl <Hackney,
0: laughs> Roddy White. Yeah, I was there setting in the end zone. I was a, a ball. I've been a ball booster, alumni, coach Wilmer and I were kind of there together. He knows me good enough, Coach Fitch, he put me in his phone as Ronald. So he thought he knew me, added me to his phone. <laughs> put me in under the wrong name. So well, at I, least you're there. Be positive. Yeah, that's what I tell everybody. Me and Howie aren't, we can get there. I, I may not be I may not be under the right name, but I'm under I'm in the same Rolodex <laughs> as Fate Manning. Man.
2: There you go. Hey so, who, so, who, who would have thought who would have thought 20 years later that we'd be all sitting here talking about this situation?
1: <laughs> Not I. I'll be honest with
0: you. I, I, I still remember the football game like it was yesterday. I was, I was mad afterwards. I still was mad. So uh, even though Tennessee had won. But, um, Coach, uh, you said three years. And, and, and that just really – that almost made goosebumps pop, 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 pop on me. Man, that's a quick rise up the the coaching ranks. So, you ever look around and go, "I'm I'm at Sylvania as the basketball coach. I went to school here. And this means a whole lot to me."
1: Yeah, you know, I I told somebody. I asked Coach Thrash um, the Sunday after we got beat. I said, "Coach, does this feeling ever go away? Like, like at some point in time, you know, you've had success, but you feel like." You had an O in whatever season because I didn't win the state. And I got run out said, coach, give it about six weeks, a couple months, you'll realize what you've accomplished. And as we went back to school, I started thinking about it. You know, I'm at my school. I graduated from, you know, year three. You know, we've had a, a good bit of success. You know, we've, we've been to the sub-regional round every year I've coached. We've um, we've been to the regional tournament two out of the three years I coached, played for a state championship in year three. you know it's almost surreal because this is my dream as you know when you go into this profession, like I said, it's everyone's dream. you know, get to that biggest level. So sometimes it's hard to to understand and realize, hey, you know we are, you know, we're in a good area. We're here where we want to be. Yeah. And you can achieve goals that that you set out for yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. That school has a special place in my heart. Um, it's where I got my start in broadcasting. And over 30 years of doing high school football and basketball, I've called five state finals. And the team I was there to call has never won. So you can't blame that on me this time. I wasn't there. It's not my fault.
1: Oh, don't worry. A few rebounds and a few box outs. That's what my blame mine on. So All you're right. good. You're good. Right.
0: But if you get there this year, I know a little media company out of Chattanooga that might come down there and just stream it for you, though. So that'll work. The more the merrier. We might do something like that, Coach. Let's do talk about the school just a little bit because it does. Uh, I in 1992, I w- I called Howie's games in high school, that community, that high school, there's a special bond Um, and, 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 you know, Plainview's up the road. I'm not insulting Plainview or Fight or any school up there. It's the fact that those schools on the mountain. It's different. And I've been all over. I've been at North Jackson. I've been at South Pittsburgh. I'm in the Squatchy Valley now. And I, I feel like it almost feels the same. What makes The schools on that mountain, so competitive, and the kids so willing. I mean, that's some of the toughest kids I've ever seen. It's just a different mentality, don't you think?
1: Yeah. um, The one word that kind of comes to my mind is togetherness. Um, Good. Because everybody pulls together as one. Um, You know, last year, a lot of people forget about this. It was a tough year at Sylvania, just some things that had happened. um, You know, it was just an extremely tough year for us. Um, And I felt like as a basketball team, the the further we went along, the more everyone just kind of bonded. And it's nothing I've done. And like you said, it's the community. It's the girls. It's everybody fighting for each other. You know, I, I told the girls after state championship game, we played Plainview at our place early December. There was right at 400 tickets sold. We play in the state finals. Uh, Sylvania had about six to 700 tickets sold. You know, when we walk on the floor, it's lime green, bright green shirts everywhere, people going nuts. It's loud. I can't think. Some of my girls, I looked at them and they got that. Oh no, look! Um, But I just think to reiterate the point, and it doesn't matter, Plainview, Five, whoever. Togetherness, community support, um, pride. You know, people have pride in what we do. You know, it's it's not just everywhere that kids are going to come together and and do basically whatever's asked, and that's that's the way at Sylvania. You know, I was very fortunate at and also to have those kids. You know, you felt like you had that feeling of if you said run through that wall, they may not could, but they were going to die trying. And that's – I think that's just the close-knit together communities that we have here in, uh, on Sand Mountain.
0: That's a special kind of love is what it is. And that's a love communities have for their schools and kids have for each other. It's, it's In 2021, it's a special feeling. Now, yes. switch completely gears. Where does your philosophies come from? Did you steal a little bit from this coach, a little bit from that coach? I like the way they play that man. I like the way they run this boxing too.
1: Um, yeah, it's really kind of pick from here, pick from there. You know, um, I know how he remembers him. You may remember him. Kel Black, uh, when he was coaching the boys at Geraldine. I really always admired their way, you know. He he always had lots of sets in, and they could run them, you know, whenever. Um, you know, I take some stuff that, that I learned from Coach Thrash, incorporated it, um, and and you when you pull that together, you kind of try to find um, validity in that. Hey, what I'm doing is right. And uh, I, t- I told somebody the other day, I don't remember who it was. I'm always trying to watch uh, coaching clinics, whatever. And the guy said, whatever you do, it ain't what you're doing. It's how you do it. Good and, point. And, that, and that's what that's what I try to tell the girls. You know, every day we're trying to get a little bit better of what we did yesterday. Um, so, Going back to your original question, I think I've just pulled from here, pulled from there. Um, because to be honest with you, I'm I'm a man guy now. I used to be I used to think, man, when I become head coach, I'm gonna play zone. But now you know, with the current players I have, we've been man to man more more than not. I know I talked about zone against uh playing in the regional finals, but you know. I just pulled from here and there things that fit one, my personality and two things my players can do, you know, in three years, you know, Howie may be saying, why, why have you changed so much? Well, you know, if my players have changed, I've got to be able to adapt to them. And, and in order to, for them to be successful, you want to set them up to be um, successful in whatever it is you're doing.
0: That's awesome. Howie, after this question, we'll come to you. And uh, coach, you have to watch him. He's our Oprah Winfrey. He'll make you cry. (laughs) He'll ask you about some people and make you cry. So uh, I'm sure, coach. I'm sure how he's going to ask you about some folks that's been influential to you. But I said the other day, you know, I I went and covered a a middle school championship game, and a couple of parents walked up to me and said, "Hey, thank you for doing this. It makes the kids feel special." Well, in 30 years of doing high school football, I would have got to do none of it in basketball if it wasn't for the kids. So those young folks that makes it possible for me to call games, make it possible for you to coach. Just run through your roster a little bit. You don't have to talk about everybody, but run through maybe some people you you did a little bit, but just just mention everybody's names or give them a shout out, you know? (laughs) Because
1: they are the heart and soul, I'm sure, of your program. They are. Um, you know, I'm just – you know, we can get a little bit of time. You're talking about weather. Seems, sounds like there's some rolling in here. Yeah, um, take all
0: the time you need, Coach.
1: But uh, just, you know, our, our junior high, we're predominantly seventh graders this year. Um, you know, Annalise Schrader, uh, she she come to us from Henninger. She's a seventh grader. Jocelyn Sanders, Mallory Miles. Hallie Sizemore, uh, Jalen Smith, Natalie Atchley, uh, Kate Wissanant, Brindley Harris. That was our – all those were seventh-grade girls. And then Addison Addison Dawson would be our lone eighth-grader for the junior high this year. Um, You know, some are going on to our JV girls, Natalie Davis, Natalie Cavillo, uh, Taylor Martin, Claire Martin, Molly Weaver, Allie Farmer, uh, Lexi Lucas, Isabella Gulledge Jaden Ashley, um, and these next two girls have, have been new additions, um, but have picked right up where the other ones were. Avery Jenkins, she um, she come to us from from Georgia, and then Stormy Little come to us from um, from Section. She moved in this this summer from Section. Um, on the varsity level, the ones that I don't think I mentioned, um, Savannah Roper, uh, she, she's a junior. Abby Santiago, uh, she's a sophomore. Lily Frost is a freshman. Kirby Wisner, sophomore. Kelly Ashley, junior. And then Anna Farmer uh, is also a junior. So, you know, we've got probably about 30 to 35 girls. Um, and I try to make it a point to where, you know, they see me as coach, but I also want to see want them to see me as, hey, he he is human, he is normal, he does care for us, you know, he is there for us. Um, because if we're just being honest with each other, you know, in twenty years, is it going to be that state tournament run that we talk about, or is it going to be about the memories we made? in that run, yeah. you know, and, and I just think that um, the memories are going to outlast, hey, here's what we did, you know, the memories with each other, what we did.
0: It, it doesn't matter if the trophy was gold or silver. The journey there was the same for both teams. So, that's uh, yeah,
1: there, there's no doubt it was, it was a fun run, you know, and after the emotions settled, I talked to multiple girls about that, and, and, you know, the fun that we had there, you know, they probably enjoyed it. The actual run and and the trips more than I did. Of course, you know, I, I'm i sure you can imagine I'm on eggshells. What's this one doing? What's that one doing? Uh, did I break down all this film? Did I get this set? What if they come out in a new one? You know, you know how it goes. It's just never ending. So, um anyways, but, it, but it's those memories.
0: And. And I, you know, I, I did do a, a few games in the 90s and early 2000s. State of Alabama runs their state tournament well, and they try to bring the finals to a central location. It's really it's really well done, and it, it's a feel of a big time tournament.
1: It is. And, and I think that's what the kids love. Obviously, they were renovating the BJCC this past year. Right. And um, they played at Bill Harris. And I was kind of skeptical about it, but once we were there, you know, it was really a better venue than I had ever thought. Growing up, I was BJCC, BJCC, and, and that's that's the stage you're trying to get to. But when we enter the um, and we enter the Bill Harris Arena there at the Crossplex, it had that same that feeling, you know. People are waiting in line to get in, people out everywhere. We're bussing in, going around, going in the back door, going to the dressing room. you got to sign in. You've got to have your your tags and all that stuff. Um, you know, you, you go to a specified dressing room. You don't go sit in the stands and wait for your game. You know, that stuff gets at that collegiate atmosphere. And the AHSAA does a really good job. Of promoting that, so that the kids do feel that way, um, you know, when they make it there.
0: I once got to meet Sir Charles Barkley at a state final, and that—that's, well, I'm sitting in the media room, and I kept hearing somebody talk, and I go, "That's, I know that voice. There's only one person that's got that voice." Oh yeah, and it were, it was him. Howie, are you ready to? Are you ready to Larry King him
2: and Oprah Winfrey? Him? <laughs> Yeah, no Oprah today because uh, I don't have cars to give away. But uh, okay, you know, all right, well, I'll be I'll be sure right. to have uh, I'll be sure to have John Seals to buy him a bottle of water tomorrow at school though. <laughs> uh, you think John so. Seals? will probably come to
1: yeah. my room and steal one from me. <laughs> <laughs> now,
2: nah. well, you know we've we've been on here for about 40, 45 minutes now, Coach, and let's talk about the the true person behind you being able to coach, and that's your wife. Uh, she takes over the household starting. Probably about two weeks ago, because I famous mistaken, that's when the junior high really started practicing. So you gotta, you gotta give her some kind words, or you you won't get out of the doghouse for a while. Well, typically about this time of the year is
1: when I kind of make my palate, and I'm, I'm there for a while. Um, you know, I, obviously, of course, how he knows we, we have three kids. Um, our oldest is in kindergarten, so it's a juggling act at all times. I mean, you can just imagine. Um, and my wife does a phenomenal job. That's what I tell people, you know, last year, they would talk about, God, oh, y'all, da, 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 And I say, listen, the real MVP is my wife. Um, um, you know, she would bathe, get him to sleep. I'd come in at midnight. Sometimes she knew, hey, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to see him, um, you know, or like regional tournament state tournament, those two weeks there, kind of, I'm just gone. I mean, just being honest with you. Um, and and she kind of keeps things together here at home. And so, you know, she really is the real MVP. When, you know, when we get in season, and I try to help her as much as possible. But you, you guys know the time that it takes. And, you know, it takes me away from my own kids because I I love the other kids and I want to be with those kids and I want them to make sure to understand. And I want to be there for them as well. So like Howie said, she, she is the real MVP. I'm, I'm trying to hang around a little bit. She, this week with varsity started with a junior high game earlier this week. Um, next week we start up with two and three a week for, till we start varsity. So, so it's that time to where anytime I get, I'm, I'm going to try to, uh, wash some dishes, cook some supper. you know, try to help any way I can while I'm here.
2: Right. I I just, uh, I just got a text from John Seals. He said he'd buy you a Coke and a water tomorrow. So congratulations coach.
1: Oh, he's He's splurging now. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: You better watch (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? I I hadn't even opened the text yet, but I'm a psychic. I can, I know what it says before I even open it. So there you go. go. Hey, you, you know, you know, looking at Savannah's coaching staff all the way from top to bottom and everything, it's got to be probably one of the youngest ones around with, uh, you know, not with you and uh, coach King, coach Van and, and everyone else, you know, how, how do y'all get along together as far as kind of, I, I don't want to say growing up because growing up together, because y'all came from different places, but right. they're all pretty close to being the same age. And it seems like y'all are all helping each other out.
1: You know, and, and, you know you hear people talk about it takes a village uh it takes a village for for the coaches as well because if we're just being honest coaches are not always the most popular people um but you know coach king coming on coach van you know coach clark's now doing softball coach richard's baseball coach mitchell um soccer you know it's it's funny she'll probably kill me for saying this but you know Coach Kittle who does our volleyball, she's the oldest coach on staff now. And uh she was like, "God, oh, that's bad. <laughs> she'll probably kill me. So I'm waiting for a text, but that's okay too. But but it does help, you know, when when the age gaps are not, not astronomical and we're all <laughs> um, we're all together. <laughs> I guess y'all see what I'm laughing at now. That ain't good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting the same thing here. Okay. Anyways, um, but, you know, just like we're covering for each other, um, you know, tomorrow, football team's leaving early. Um, You know, I'm I'm splitting athletics so that those guys can go. Um, You know, they cover for me. It's, (laughs) I told you Kidda would text me, and she did. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, you're
0: still younger than me. Trust me.
1: Well, anyways, I'm sure I'll catch catch that tomorrow, but that's okay. Um, but but you know, we all have that same um, same goal, same you know, same mindset. we're, we're younger and, and I, I think it's easier to interact with each other. Not that I haven't had any issues interacting with any of them that, that's been here. But when you're talking about new um, or younger, you know they're bringing new ideas to the table, um, and it's it's always you know good to see new ideas, new um, new new um, new things going <laughs> on that, that we can try to. Uh, she's still blowing me up, guys. I'm in trouble. Um,
2: that, that's why yeah. we do it from our phone. That way, we don't have to check the text. Yeah. Well, it's it's all right. Uh,
1: she probably meant, meant for me to see it there, but anyways,
2: I bet you there's a
0: heart in one of those texts. i just want to say it.
1: I don't know. Um, anyways, <laughs> but as a group implementing, you know, new ideas, things that that maybe you hadn't thought of in the past.
2: You know, like our buddy Phil Harris talks about on the radio station a lot with Coach Van and I put you in the same boat and Coach King and even Coach Kittle being as young as she is, being able to relate to the players and, you know, kind of listening to some of the same music and having some of the same ideas and growing up with a social media age, that's got to make you and your players have a little bit more of a special bond. It does. Um, you know, I, I think
1: the, the whole social media is – Took everything by storm. You know, if you look back five or 10 years ago, who would have ever thought we would we would do a, a full interview and stream it everywhere from our different houses? <laughs> you know, um, but but like you said, trying to relate, trying to that fine line of, hey, we can talk like normal people. But, hey, also, I've got to be tough on you. Um, Just being able to relate, you know, maybe even something as simple as relating to situations they're in, you know, it may be family, it may be, you know, whatever, Um, because believe it or not, it wasn't just too many moons ago that I was in their shoes, Um, you know, a little bit different with girls, but, you know, some of the same issues um, they face and I've already been there, so. You know, I think it's good. It's just finding that fine line of good, too much, not enough. You know, what is that fine line?
2: Yeah. See, when I was playing and with for Coach Tally and all that, here you are. You can send group text out to your players and they can respond. And all that with Coach Tally. Yes, I, I haven't sent out smoke signals because there wasn't no telephone yet. Yeah, so, you know, and then Randall, they wouldn't even lie back then, so I don't know how, how he communicated with his coach. We didn't even have we didn't even have nets, howie. We just started into a beach basket. So. Beach basket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we
0: were when we were back when Converse really was basketball shoes. So, uh, Coach, one thing I want to ask, and you better, especially if the volleyball team's doing a fundraiser, what can we do as fans and as supporters? To help the program, and do you do a a yearly fundraiser for the girls' basketball, except uh, separate from the other programs?
1: Um, Typically, yes. Um, We obviously we sell the ad signs in the gym. Um, The biggest fundraiser that I've had success with was selling peaches. Um, We sold like 300 boxes of peaches um, this past spring. Uh, fundraiser wise. I just sold shirts uh, and I I try to limit it to those three. You know, if I can't raise money to that, then, then I just need to back up on buying stuff. Um, But I do try to support (laughs) all programs. Um, You know, we just got out of um, the big homecoming um, elementary homecoming thing where um, that benefits volleyball um, my daughter was selected, and, and, and we did participate in that. Um, you know, if footballs, selling stuff, cheerleaders, whoever it is, I try to make sure that that I do my part, and I buy. You know, I buy something from somebody, or at least make them a monetary donation, uh, because there's going to come a time to where my girls are going to be selling stuff. And right. we, want, we want them to be um, supported as well.
0: Howie, that's your new job to make sure we get all the fundraisers posted, especially girls volleyball moving forward so we can get Coach Finch out of the doghouse here. So, uh, oh, Coach, terrible. I'll ask one question, and Howie, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to you to, to, to take us home. We talked about my love for Pat Summit. I'm privileged to get to hear her speak at some alumni meetings. And we were talking about a quote, so I looked it up, and she was talking about, it was different than I said earlier. She was talking about when you bond a team together, um, she was indicating it sometimes that, that a team is the same, male, female, no matter what. So are they characteristics that of a good football player that a good basketball player has?
1: Um, You know, I think in the grand scheme of things, when we're talking about a team sport, there are a lot of similarities. Um, Getting kids to play for each other and the mindset of I've got your back, you got mine.
2: You know,
1: um, the biggest, and I think you can relate to this guy, Inky Johnson talks about that. Yeah. You know, He talks about it was a blown coverage is the reason he got hurt, but he couldn't leave his brother out to die, you know, hanging out to dry. So he had to go make that tackle. Um, and I think it doesn't matter football, basketball, you know, baseball. soft. it doesn't matter. Soccer, volleyball, whatever. You've got to have kids that are playing for each other more than anything. And, you know, if, if I get beat off the drive, I know the one behind me that should be help side will be help side. And, it, and it's kind of a trickle down effect. I don't think it matters, male, female, whatever. Um, you know, now the chemistry may be more so with girls, more so important than on the male side, but I still think they're very, very close, you know, in relation as far as, a good team you're going to see a team that hangs out with each other you're going to see a team that that goes places together does things together and and in practice you may battle 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 and you may poke fun at each other but when somebody else does it's war and yeah. i think i i don't think it matters what sport, male or female
0: that's that that's awesome uh, I i my two favorite college sports are uh football and girls basketball. And of course, growing up going to UT in the eighties and and the early nineties. There's no doubt that I am so heavily influenced by the, even the athletes. I I just remember being so blessed to be able to see, you know, some of the, some of the girls that came through Tennessee. So uh, women's basketball is a special place in my heart and will to the day. Uh, I look, I I make everybody mad, Coach, because I tell them that in college basketball, men don't play basketball. They play slam dunk. You want to watch
1: good fundamentals? flip it over and watch the women's
0: basketball. (laughs) (laughs) They all all get mad at me. So, Coach, thank you for your time. Howie, what you got to finish this up, buddy?
2: You ain't made him cry yet. No, no. Um, I'm not going to today. Uh, We talked about fundraisers and all that. Coach, is there any social media stuff that you want to plug while you're here Instagram, Facebook, whatever.
1: Um, you know, it's funny you say that. Uh, we have a girls, Savannah girls basketball has a Facebook, Instagram, and a um, Twitter page. That um, I got some some managers that are going to help us. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Student assistants that um, that are going to help us keep those up to date. Uh, post scores, post highlights. Um, nice but those, those student assistants are also running cross country right now. So, so they haven't been in with us, but, um, but, but, you know, they, they will be. And so we're looking forward to that. Uh, recently just posted the uh, the schedule uh, posted a, uh, we had a,
0: we had somebody pump through trying to spam us and I had to kill it. Sorry. About okay. that, y'all. Sorry. I, I was
1: like, uh, but anyways, yeah. um,
0: <laughs> that, we got us. you get spammers every now and then, too. So I got you. Everybody's yeah. sorry about
1: <laughs> that. Um, but anyways, you um, I mean, you know, we got a, a poster schedule that I just posted, um, you know, with with our schedule, highlighting some of our players, both um, male and female um, that we just posted. And we'll continue to post updates as you know, as the season goes along.
2: Uh, you're you're somebody, telling us you got all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I say John popped up, but you're telling us all this stuff. So tell us how to tell us at whatever. Is it SHS Lady Basketball? What, what's
1: um, on Facebook? I don't know these all by heart. Like I said, I got some of the girls helping me with it. But, <laughs> um, uh, on, on Facebook, it's just uh, Sylvania Lady Rams Basketball. Um, and then you'll see it pop up. And dislike that page. Like I said, I, there's times I just post different stuff. Uh, Maybe a motivational stuff, or, or it may be schedule, pictures, you know, some things from practice, um, that type of thing. On Twitter, um, it's at Sylvania Girls B Ball. That's our um, Twitter page. And then on Instagram, I got to find it. I'm not sure. I can't find it quickly because you put me on the spot like that. Uh, you gave me the heads. <laughs> up.
0: I'll post them in the uh, notes of the uh, of the show too. I'll, I'll get them if you can send them you know, to Howie and myself later on. Or okay, all, I'll post
1: what I'll do is I will send y'all all that poster. how I'll send that to you because it's got all those on it, both uh, men and women. So, so you know those those tags. Are um, those pages are on there? So we will get that out there and and hopefully um, you know get people get people following those pages and keep
2: them up to date by that way. So coach, uh, we're we're going to be asking other coaches in the area. So if anybody comes and asks you what your experience was like, uh, lie to them, tell them it was great. It's just like being on ESPN, and uh, uh, maybe we can get some other coaches and get the word out. Uh, I'm so, sure. That'd I don't know me. where we picked
0: up the spammer at, but I'm sitting here watching some incredible spam come through right now. Sorry, y'all, that got, somebody got through the firewall and I mean, they wore us out for a second while I was killing it. That's <laughs> the thing. That's the thing about doing a live show on social media. Somewhere along the way, somebody's gonna get through your filter, so. Yeah, to
1: me for a loop it popped up, I was like, whoa, man.
0: <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, you ought to see the ones I'm looking at right now. Yeah, I can imagine. And John John Seals actually, I was like I was about to kill his feed because then I realized it was John. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna kill John's feed. So I think I got everybody kicked out now. Sorry about that, everybody. But Coach, if you ever want to come back, if you want to come back mid year, if you want to come back the end of the year, let us know. You're always welcome. We love love the program, and if I will post all your fundraisers if Mr. Cheney there. We'll make sure to get us a link to it, and we'll put it on River City Media,
2: I'll them messenger,
0: them. and all that good stuff for you. I
2: will get them to you as soon as Coach Finch gets them to me.
0: Well, I trust Coach. I don't know if I trust you. In
1: that. <laughs> hey, well, sometimes, sometimes I don't know if that's good either. That's why, like I said, I hired my, I got my student assistants. They and they can keep me in check. I had girls yet today say, Coach, what about this? What about this? Yeah, that's, that's good, girls. Thanks for reminding me because I, I forgot I all about it so the girls have to keep me in check at times
0: Well, one last question to both of you are the Braves going to clinch tonight yes 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 that's what I want to hear coach how <laughs> got no so, I, how I
2: didn't hear a word I, I got froze up for a second I didn't hear what you asked I thought oh. the
0: Braves going to clinch tonight absolutely there, there you go so coach you said we wouldn't have much of a following or all 20 million folks wouldn't come in, but we did hit a couple, a few hundred in. That's a lot of interest in your program. So uh, y'all felt something special down there.
1: Well, that's, they probably was, was looking for, didn't know what I would say it's probably, you know, coach, It's like coach kiddo. I'm sure she was, she'll make sure that I understand I was wrong tonight. So anyway, she, she'll find a way.
0: I got a comment from a number 11 here too. Is that one of your number elevens?
1: Uh, no. That looks like Coach Kittle. <laughs> I hey, think.
0: Coach. That's <laughs> hey, Coach. Hey, Coach. If you'll be nice to Coach, we'll have y'all next time. We'll we'll go to girls' volleyball next. Yes, it is. See, see, she is paying attention to what you're doing. See,
1: she pays attention better than I thought.
0: She don't look over 25 to me.
1: Oh, Lord. Now I'm going to have to hear about that.
0: Uh, uh, well, <laughs>
2: she's young.
0: Coach Kittle, we'd love to have you on sometimes, too. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. For Howie Chaney, for Coach, anything else to plug? First game of the year?
1: Uh, November 16th at section.
0: John Seal says, don't give too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he knows Coach where the credit
1: goes to the girls. Uh,
0: hey, hey, Hallie, we got we got our next interview set up. So, Coach Kittle said she'd come in and sit in with us. That that that's going to have to happen now.
2: Absolutely, most it's, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I know Coach God, Kittle real Coach, well, so
0: you better watch this one because I'm going to give her an open mic. Let her talk about you now.
2: Oh, I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right,
0: Coach, I sure enjoy you. I enjoyed having Coach Van in. Somewhere along the way, I'm going to get back home down that way, and it's going to be, it's going to be my broadcast home again someday. So, uh, y'all just hang around long enough, and the old man will get back home sooner or later. So well, come on. Coach,
2: really Finch, Coach Finch, really appreciate the time. I know that you're, you know, you're fixing to just go wide open for the next four months, and I uh, hope you have another great run. And I will see you Monday night, I think, at five. That's right. We'll be there.
0: All right. And John Seals said Coach Kittle would be a fun interview. So, the we had Tyler Band, and he didn't do. Tyler got in more trouble than you did, Coach Finch, because because he kept talking about a school up the road that he just couldn't stop hating on. So that's when he got in trouble.
1: Well, so, it happens. For
0: Howie Cheney, for Coach Finch, for all the River City Media family. Good night, Coach. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank and y'all, you. Everybody go watch the Braves.
1: Good night. Good <laughs> night. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you, Coach.